Hello, everybody. Mariner here. How are you doing? And welcome to Net That Hall and the matchup show for game week 16. It is game week 16, Gabe, isn't it? I, I lose track of myself this time of year, but yeah, I believe it is game week 16, yes. I'm, I'm losing track of everything here. I'm losing track of sleep, <laughs> will to live. <laughs> After my game week, 41 points. I think I'm ready for a I'm ready for a Christmas break. The trouble is there's no such thing. It's the opposite, right? Yeah, I know. It's one of those things there. But anyway, we move. We move. Let's get FPL exactly. saying out the way to start with. There's a ramp coming later. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Gabe, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, I'm kind of like you, kind of dragging a little bit this morning, lagging a little bit in general in life these days. It's like I can't keep up, you know. Um, but I'm doing well, obviously. Just th- things are good. Um, engagements are good. Enjoying conversations with people on Twitter. And just a timestamp for uh, this for everybody. It is uh, 10.06 a.m. in Lima, Peru. So um, just <laughs> so all of you know, that's when we're recording. <laughs> 10.06 in Lima. Well, I'm going to say it's 11 o'clock at night in Singapore or just after. So that's the same in Malaysia. about 8.30 in India. And it's Tuesday. Tuesday, correct. So we're a bit early this week. The reason for that is we are struggling to get us all together later in the week, I think. Now, the social, the social uh, John Terry is uh, out in London constantly, so he's never available anymore. Well, he, he is, he's the net that hall PR machine. He is, so uh, he is with, without PR him, machine. we would be really small. <laughs> <laughs> I could do with that. I could do with losing a few pounds if I mean. <laughs> Put me on a bit of a diet. That might work. Anyway, okay. So, uh, yes, Uh, what should we say? Well, as always, if you haven't hit that like button, please do so. Um, Also, if you haven't subscribed, do the same. Uh, If you do catch us on a pod, um, particularly from Apple, please leave us a five-star review as well. Um, But before we get going, we've just got a little bit of news we want to share with you as well at NetDot Hall. And it's sad news. And that's that Hibbo has decided to step away from the channel to focus on his young family and to concentrate on his writing. So I think on behalf of everybody, uh, we would just like to all wish him the very best for the future. Um, he's still a friend of the he's still a friend of the show. Uh, and uh, we also wish him all the very best for his new job as well, don't we, Gabe, which is just yeah. sad. Yeah, so it's uh, you know, it's a lot of things come at you in life, as you well know, Mariner. You're right in the middle of that yourself. Um, but yeah, Hibbo got a promotion. Um, he, he is focusing on his writing. He is a dear friend. He's a brother to us. And he obviously he remains that. Um, and we wish him we wish him the best. And I, I don't know, man. I, Hollers, I think you'll be seeing like some Hibbo appearances in the future. I, I, my bet is that guy can't stay away. So we'll be seeing his ugly mug soon enough. And uh, do wish him the best if you see him around. Yeah, absolutely. Do do hit him up on Twitter and wish him all the best, uh, particularly for his new job as well. But yeah, we might be on for a, as a guest before too long. And if, as we said, you know, we may well just have to go to Ireland and have a drink with him one day. Um, that would be very nice as well. All right, then. So uh, let's uh, crack on. And where we're going to start today, Gabe, actually, is with the Mini League. Um, and I want to give a shout out to uh, the people who are at the top of our Mini League at the moment. And uh, we'll try and do this every week. And we've got Pfizer Chiefs at the top. The great name. I shouted him out a few weeks ago. Yeah. Brad Curry, um, 1,080 points, an official rank of 55th in the world. 
Wow. Now, I did check something about Brad Curry. I was thinking, where is Brad Curry from? Now, he's involved in Dorset County Cricket Club and Pool Cricket Clubs. So that's the UK. But it just so happens to be number one in Myanmar. Hmm. I'm not quite sure about that. I don't know if he's a bit. Of, <laughs> if we've got a bit of a glory hunter on our hands there, Gabe. What do you reckon? Hey, isn't everybody that plays FPL a glory hunter? Come on, he's, he's just another hauler as far as I'm concerned. No, uh, doing super well, 55th in the world. Go on, my son. Go Do on. It for the haulers. That's right. But we also want to say, just whilst we've got the record, because it's up on the screen as well, so we've got Donny's, Donny's duds. So Donny, fifth. Uh, 183rd in the world, in second place in the in our mini league. Um, third, no scout, no glory, Ryan Quinn. Um, Ryan's played his bench boost, his triple captain, his first wildcard, and his free hit. So <laughs> One of those, huh? One of those, yeah. Um, FPL Milanist, Milanista, mm. uh, Obai Eid, is in fourth, um, and he's in 204th in the world. He's and a great follow on Twitter, by the way, Milanista. Yeah, really, and, really savvy tactically and stuff. Yeah, and championista United, Robert Bob in fifth. And he's 231st in the world. So uh, we've got 10 people in the top 1,000 in the mini league in the world. Not bad, huh? Wow. That, that, that's that's impressive. Um it's none of us, but it's impressive. <laughs> uh, no, I was just about to say that. If anyone would like to take over from me, there's some far better players than me on it. <laughs> what I want to know is how many of these how many of these people own Kane? I bet not many. Enough said. <laughs> Out of much use as a chocolate bloody teapot, that bloke. I'll tell you what, you were right, Gabe. He was only gonna ever score against a load of a load of strategically placed dustbins. On exactly. the pitch. That's all he was going to say. Absolutely. But well. he scored against San Marino. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to he's gonna hat trick in the Premier League. <laughs> oh, God. You told me, didn't you? I didn't listen. I mean, anyway. I, I, I will say, like, at, at the time, just to get right into that conversation really quickly, at, at the time, in, in fairness, we didn't know, right? We, nah. we, get, we guessed Son. Some guessed Son. Some guessed Kane. Um, Sun, the Suns won out this time, and we move, as you said. Yeah, 29-point swing going Sun and Wilson against Kane and Gallagher. And that was a 50-50 call when that was made, wasn't it? You know, I, I never look, I never make calcul I never go back and make calculations like that. I feel like it's oh, just... Sorry, because I, read it on, sorry because I read it on Twitter. That's why I oh, actually see. got it. But, but interesting. See. Big, big, big point swings. Recipe for suffering. Absolutely. Let's quickly say hello to a few people and then I'll set you off with the philosophy. So we've got Akib in, we've got uh, the Fantasy Pavilion here first. No, actually second. Akib was here first. Mm. Blue Danube guy. There we go. It's not Danube. It's Danube. <laughs> I'm getting that right. Ramanthan's in. Um, okay. Ignatius is here. Buna. Hello, mate. Um, we've also got FPL DG Boy 88. Evening guys. Gays? Guys? G-A-I-S. Hmm. You are my podcast lullaby. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> Evening, guys. 
your podcast or my lullaby before I go to I've sleep. Never been, I've never been called a lullaby. I've been called a few things, but never a lullaby. Um, yeah, Roman Fountain as well. Anyway, right, right. Shall we crack on? Um, let's crack on. And let's see what... Uh, oh, an absurdologist is here as well. As always, nice to see you, my friend. Gabe, um, the philosophy of the week. What is the story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't have the... Uh my slides up so i'll just go right into it this is a uh a, it's by seneca not <laughs> what are you gonna say well I, 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 if, if this is the covid sort of theme is it Astra right seneca? it's not it's not of the astra variety no um, right the, he was a a roman philosopher uh writer public speaker I put public speaker in there because that's kind of how it's actually a job. It's kind of how like they move politics and stuff. But the quote this week is um, that man lives badly who does not know how to die well. And the, the reason for this, I selected this quote is because of the, I, it just like carnage is coming. It, it kind of already hit this game week and COVID is coming. And it's, if it hits Spurs and if the rumors are to be believed, I mean, our teams are going to be decimated. And these are things that we have to, like, if, if we can prepare ourselves in advance, we don't have to despair when it happens. We know it's going to happen. It's as sure as death. It's as, as big as life and as sure as death, I think, is, is another quote. So, so, okay, so my, my, clean, my Manchester City double clean sheet, I just had to prepare myself for it. That... The, 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 that prick Gray's screamer last night, I had to prepare myself for it, did I? Yeah. Yes, exactly. That like these things will happen. And you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I guarantee I'm gonna, here's a guaranteed prediction, Mariner, which I know you love. You love these and I hate them. Guaranteed prediction, that will happen again this season. I guarantee you I will have a clean week. sheet or a double clean sheet wipeout in the <laughs> yeah. last five minutes again this season. It's gonna happen. <laughs> It'll probably happen this week, the way I'm going. <laughs> Seriously. You know, you, you know, they say one of the best, and I don't know how they say this, because I don't know how they get this kind of data, but one of the best ways to die is by drowning because it gets to this peaceful state where you just let go and you accept everything, and that state is almost like a state of bliss. So accept huh. the things that are coming to you. Accept the bad things that are coming All to you. All right, we've just lost 15, we've just lost 15 viewers for that. All right, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so enough of drowning, uh, drowning in FPL. Hey. But yeah, I, I can I can probably associate with uh, the. I think yeah, accept your fate. I think is a fair way of going about it, and laugh about it if it goes wrong. Yeah. Let's face it; there's nothing else you can do. I just turned it off, watched the cricket as usual. Not on Formula <laughs> One, actually thinking about it. Right. Anyway, right. Uh, let's keep going then. So, thank you, Gabe. Um, more for sitting on the toilet next week for the people who are on this <laughs> podcast. There is a gentleman sat on the toilet, looking rather pensive. So, on the screen. But there we go. Right. All right then. Fix your difficulties. Let's have a quick look now. Again, just to remind you, because the. Times the, the um, game weeks are coming thick and fast. We're actually a week behind, but I would still argue that we are the most up to date fixture difficulty of the lot. So let's have a quick look at it as usual. So we've got Liverpool at this is attack at home. We've got Liverpool still top 1.1. Um, very, very good. 
not zero, not his best seventh worst, as we said. Improving variants as well, so they're improving even more from what they were. Second is City, fixture difficulty of 1.2, just slightly worse, probably thanks to those couple of little blips. Um, and third, Chelsea, with a fixture difficulty of 1.8, slightly, impro- uh, slightly improving now. Um, now at the bottom, Watford are... Starting to climb with respect to number, but you might notice, Gabe, that I've, the variance doesn't look so good for Watford. And the reason is what I've done now is I've actually normalised that this week, mm. so we'll actually see because obviously the promoted teams don't have the history. All right, right. so I have to keep normalising. It's the only way to do it, but they are improving. Uh, Norwich, four point three now, definitely improving at home. Definitely improving at home. Aston Villa 4.1 at the moment still showing no sign. We'll see what happens in weeks to come. Um, away, attack-wise, Liverpool are just about to break the metric again um, with zero and just improving time on time. It's ridiculous. It's it's getting to a point where yeah, I'm running out of uh, superlatives for them, to be quite frank. And then miles ahead of Chelsea at 2.3 and Man City at 2.6, West Ham 2.8, Man United 3.1. Um, at the bottom, Norwich 5.4, again improving. Arsenal 4.8. Well, I didn't see the game last night, Gabe. Did Arsenal do much? I really didn't see it at all. But they are away from home. It doesn't surprise me that Arsenal are still stuttering. I think... They they are a different beast at home compared to away. Um, did you see the game? Yeah, yeah, I, I did watch the game. I mean, at full credit to Everton is my, my my first thought about that game was full credit to Everton. They they showed they showed heart. They showed that that they um, you know desire to win. You know, they, just this this fight and they um, and and I th- I thought they played decently. Um, but but Arsenal, I I think. You know, it, it's funny because we've seen Arsenal improve recently, right? Week after week, they, they've it seems like they've been improving recently. Um, however, I think they're really just hurt by not having by by Obama Yang's just poor form, right? If yeah, absolutely. I, I think yeah. if Obama Yang could, you know, had any kind of finishing um, form right now. I, th- I think they Arsenal could be much higher, so it's kind of just just that one piece that's missing for Arsenal, and I think they could shoot it up. So I, I don't think it's all doom and gloom for Arsenal. I mean, I think uh, certainly at home, I think they're they're a different beast completely, as you can see. We had this with Leeds last year as well, didn't mm. we? Uh, at one stage, they were very, very, uh, very different home to away. Yeah. Um, just a comment here, just whilst we're just the haulers are starting, we've got Boomer in here causing trouble. Yeah, <laughs> waking up, waking us all yeah. up. That's good. We need to do an said, Chris, that you're a spitting image of Granville. Now, I don't know if you know Granville. Who Granville is, do you, Gabe? I, I've I've heard the an name. Old, there was I... an old TV program called o- Open All Hours. Hmm. It was about a guy in a corner shop, and uh, his his little assistant was Granville. <laughs> With David Jess, I'm sure it was David Jess. I'm sure it was. There's there's and, a prominent uh, community member named. Granville, isn't there? I don't know. I'm I think thinking, so. is, is, he, is he talking about that? I'm not quite sure. But anyway, but uh, all I remember is Nurse Gladys Emmanuel. He was a bit infatuated by her. She, she, she had a, 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 let's put it this way, she, didn't, she hadn't seen her feet for a few years. <laughs> um, well, there, there are two humps that could be responsible for that. Right. <laughs> 
Anyway, right. Anyway, look, what the hell are we talking about? I'm not even sure I've got this right. I, I think you, I think about. you were just channeling. Right now, you were channeling. Oh, now, anyway, so let's let's change. I think the right now you were well, you were just channeling Granville. I, that's I what's like happening. Apparently, I look like Granville. And, and you channel Arsenal, Arsenal improving a lot, as we've said. Crystal Palace improve improving a lot. No train wreck really at home. Three point six going up. Um, there's questions about Gallagher. I, you know, I'm I'm not sure. Looking at that, that tells me to sell him just yet. I know positionally, mm. it's a bit of a worry. But where are you on Gallagher? I I think. I, I think I, I agree. I concur. There are, there are questions around Gallagher, and, and I, but I think those questions are more tactic tactical questions than than anything else, uh, than anything as far as matchups are concerned. I think the matchups are fine. I, I think they're um, good and bad. They're they're a mixed bag a little bit, and and it's just how they're going to set up and how deep Gallagher is going to play versus you know or how high he's going to support the the pressure of the front uh, of the front players. So. And there's a you know there's a lot in transition. There's a lot going on at Palace right now in terms of the the attacking players. So so I think there are questions. I I, I don't think he's a sell. Well, here I'm going to take that back. I do think he's a sell if don't miss out on on emerging assets because you're holding Gallagher. No. Um, so so in that sense, he's a sell. But I don't think he's a fire to put out in your team. No, I mean, I'm just looking at their fixtures. So they've got Everton's, Everton at home, Southampton at home, Norwich at home. You know, they are better home than away. Mm-hmm. So that's my view. You know, I can see why people are saying, oh, they look terrible. But they, they tend to look terrible away from home, in my, from my perspective. But their away but, fixtures in 18 and 19, well, at least certainly in 18, is is not not difficult in 19 i think it remains to be seen i think the the spurs team we see in game week 19 um could be different from the one we see this week and not just because of the co- uh, alleged covid outbreak outbreak there <laughs> so anyway so anyway so buddha was talking about someone from fpl not an old uh, sitcom uh, okay I'm showing, I'm showing my edge now yeah yeah you, you went back to the black and white <laughs> i did yeah nearly yeah anyway that just shows how old i am Boone, honestly mate but, uh, but anyway, not to worry. Maybe look at ass now. But anyway, who cares? Um, another question: We're looking at the longer, longer range fixture difficulty game for attack, and this is always yeah. obviously that big green line for Liverpool, which just <laughs> we don't have to say much there. Fixture difficulties for the next five weeks of three point zero, three point three, three point four, two point seven, and three point seven. It's insane. ridiculous. It's uh, ridiculous. Um, City 2, 2, 2.6, 2.3, 2.8, again, ridiculously good. Um, what I want to bring up, though, is there's been some discussions about Aston Villa hmm. here. Um, Sleepy Jedi left put a note on, on Twitter for us today. Um, how about Villa from game week 16? Hmm. Um, and if so, who? Um, now, I'm just looking at this, and I see game week 16, a negative matchup against Liverpool, but not an all, not a complete train wreck. Um, 17 neutral against Norwich, 18 slightly positive against Burnley, and then obviously Chelsea, very, very tough, and then Leeds. Um, I I look at this and and I think realistically, I've not, I'm not sure I've seen enough yet from Aston Villa. Where are you you on this one? I mean, Aston Villa is a tough one, right? Because um, what we have seen has been quite encouraging from from Stevie G. 
I, I like the way he's implementing the 4-3-3. I like the way the wingbacks are getting involved as well. Um, I, you know, my, my, I have my, you know, Watkins is on my, is on my watch list for sure. But again, the, the fixtures aren't super exciting, but he is in good form. Um, so, so I think, I think they're, you know, since, since there are so few options in, on that front line, I think Wat, Watkins could be, um, you know, bringing him in, for example, in game week 17 against Nor- then Norwich, Burnley, Chelsea's not so great. Um, but at 7.4, you know, he's, he could be fine. Chelsea have been conceding as well recently. So I, I think they're fine o- options, uh, especially especially in the, the forwards. I, I don't think I would invest in defense quite yet, although I would keep an eye. I mean, I, I think they're also too expensive. The defenders are 5.0 if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so, they're, all, they're not that, they're not that yeah. cheap. I tend to agree. We'll come to defense in a second, actually. But the other one I want to just uh, home in on is West Ham. And uh, look, we've got... Burnley this week, which actually surprisingly isn't a great matchup. Zero points, it's completely neutral, probably because mm. Burnley are pretty good at home. Um, then they've got Arsenal away. Then they've got Norwich, Southampton, and Watford. Look how green those fixtures go all of a sudden at game week 18 for West Ham. Yeah. So, I, you know, as much as, you know, I'm going to talk about one of their assets later on, but um, as much as I look at that, I. You know, I'm not I'm not falling over myself for either Watkins or someone like Bowen at this exact moment in time, but they are really on my they're on they're on my they're in my thought process 100 now. Looking at that, yeah, and I mean, you know, West Ham have been experimenting with some different formations recently, um, and you know they they've been going three at the back. They have some injuries defensively, obviously. Um, you know, they were in a three, four, two, one against, against Chelsea, which worked out really well. Um, so I, I think West Ham options are definitely a consideration. The question is really like, do you go one, do you go two, do you double up on West Ham? I, well, look, I hold Antonio anyway. Uh, and I use double up very, very very much to my advantage at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'd be tempted to actually. And and there's a theory that this is something that I was wondering, and I've I've had some discussions with people on Twitter about this. Is you know in the more difficult fixtures, has Antonio been used as as a, a player to draw the defensive attention and then draw them wide? And you know people keep saying that Antonio's pulling wide, and he is. He's linking play from wider areas. And defenders, and that kind of de- that destabilizes the back line. It destabilizes the shape of the back line, and which allows the um, 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 Bowen, sorry, Bowen and and Lancini or or Fornals, whoever's in behind, to maybe take advantage of some of that space that's opened up by Antonio. Now, those difficult fixtures are coming to an end. So my question is, is it going to is it's and you see, I think. Um, FPL poker player at Barcolina on, on Twitter posted this graph of the inverse relationship of, of production between uh, Antonio and Bowen. And, and I wonder, I, I, I wonder if that's going to switch back to Antonio in the easier fixtures. Um, when I see Antonio, I see he has, you know, he obviously has the strength and the stamina to, to pull the, you know, good defenses wide. But what he, what he's not doing is when he, he's not turning them and getting in behind them, which he does against poorer defenses. So, so I think Antonio is definitely could kind of like skyrocket again. Um, whether that 
comes at the expense of Bowen or not, that that's what I'm not sure of. And, and I, and I fear that it may, and that that's, I want to bring Bowen in, but that's the, the one just caution I have is, is will, will they cannibalize each other's production? There's always a possibility. I do like Bowen though. And uh, I think when we look at the zonal matchups, I think we'll see that also, I think they're quite favorable for him in the longer term as well. Um, okay. So that's the attack. Let's move on to defense. Um, very quickly. So City at home, top the pile, 1.6, variance of minus 1.5. So getting better, much that you wouldn't think so if you're a double City owner like me, when that pain in Diaz. <laughs> I've said. It's coming. No, there will be more, I'm sure. There's going to be more ramps coming. <laughs> <too long. laughs> Brighton remains second at 2.1, but they're decimated now. With injuries, Duffy out, mm-hmm. Dunk out. It's going to get worse. Going to get worse, right? So, question for you: um, Should Sanchez owners be worried? <laughs> Not a that we're going to do anything. There's a question it. about wild cards later on. I mean, uh, you know, you look at the you look at the numbers in isolation, and and Brighton's matchups are the best out of all teams yeah. going forwards. Um, but yeah, I think you've got to be concerned. The only thing is, it looks like Spurs have got no players either this week. It might not even be a game at this rate. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think yeah, I think I'd be I'd be a bit worried, and you know, it then cools me off Lamptey hmm. because you know he might end up playing too many minutes, or or they just might not keep any clean sheets. So yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's. It's a problem for them, I'm afraid, at the moment. Um, Chelsea a third, anyway, 2.3, about the same. And at the bottom, Watford still bottom. Newcastle, then Everton. Um, Norwich, stop the press, start the car, are out of the bottom four, out of the bottom three. There we go. Look at that green swing, the minus 1.3 green swing holding up. Norwich are improving. Brandon Williams, anybody? 4.0. He looked quite. He looked quite lively. He was probably one of the liveliest players on the pitch. Man, it wasn't difficult. It was like it was like it was like watching a funeral march. <laughs> but it certainly wasn't as a canon or anywhere. Um, I, I mean, if it, yeah, it's it's a consideration, I guess. It depends what how that's going to benefit you elsewhere. The the savings will benefit you elsewhere. If he plays at least. At least he's playing. At least he's, at least he's playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, very quickly, let's look away and then we'll have a general chit chat about this as, as well, Gabe. And uh, so away, City 2.1, Chelsea 2.5, Spurs 3. Um, at the bottom, Norwich, Burnley 4.8, Newcastle 4.4. Um, I think here there's not a lot changing, but I think where we're coming from here, Gabe, and, and if, if you just look at this in general terms, right, look at these numbers. The best numbers for defence are not as good as the best numbers for attack. Mm-hmm. And bear in mind that this, these fixture fields work the same way, just inversely, mm-hmm. deliberate reasons for it. This is telling me now that particularly away from home, clean sheets are going to be at a premium. From my view, that's my mm. that's my perspective. The first thing I would say, and secondly, Manchester City, even though they are not performing for me, look like the only super solid chance for clean sheets. Mm-hmm. 
in the whole league at this moment in time. I mean, you're getting to, I mean, Chelsea 2.3, you're going to argue that they're, they're probably going to keep some clean sheets. Of course you are. Um, but apart from that, there's not a great deal else there. Um, question, and there's been a few questions about this. We've got FPL gold fellas. Is there seasonality when it comes to clean sheets? Hmm. Are we expecting to see less clean sheets in this rush of fixtures than at other times of the year? And also from our good friend, Sean, um, is Big at the Back dead? Hmm. Not for him, of course, but is it? <laughs> It'll never die for Sean. Two, two sort of questions there. First things first, are we moving towards perhaps a 3-5-2 or a 3-4-3 through the Christmas period um, because of the rotation and things like that? What's your view on that? I I don't think so. I, I think whatever we're, you're moving... I've, I've already made my bed for the Christmas period, and that's with Big at the back. I'm not going to move away from that now because two clean sheets got wiped out in the last five minutes. No, but do you think I, the template's starting to move? It, I mean, I, I think it is, but I, I, I mean, the, the template is starting to shift. It'll, it'll shift further. It'll shift towards United. It'll shift more, even more so towards, towards city. I think you have to have three city. You have to have three Liverpool, but I think those, those these are obvious points. Um, I think United could start entering into the template, but I, I think to to say if you've gone big at the back, right? And the the reason, so I'll I'll, I'll use myself as an example because I went big at the back and I still have my big five defenders and I'm, I plan on keeping them. So my my reasoning was, yes, there's a chance that they'll get rotated, but if I have five, that I'll always have a, a solid back line. Number one, number two is is the value at, at that price. The you can't get that kind of upside for that price anywhere else. And, and any other position, right? And then number three, the in, the entrenched like Mo Mo's the entrenched captain, for example, right? Jota is entrenched. The entrenched elements of the template, um, like that that big at the back, kind of fits that entrenched template at the moment. So if I start moving from that now, then I'm gonna be like moving away from big at the back now and try playing catch up towards the template. I I, I feel like I have to see my strategy through so i think whatever your strategy for the fixture crunch for the um should have happened already like in the past couple of game weeks and now you have to see it through whatever whatever way you chose if you're still trying to figure out what your strategy is for the fixture crunch now that's fine you're probably like one or two transfers behind it but that yeah that's fine then you can maybe think of going of getting ahead of it and then going going fewer defenders. I think the issue is though. I mean, for example, let's say I've got Diaz. I've got like I say, I've got that pain in Diaz. I keep saying that. I'm going to say that all night. Um, he the fixtures are still very very good. He's you know you could argue that it's a it hasn't paid off yet apart from the goal that he scored, which. You know, is that the bonus? Is that that one bonus goal? But but realistically, you know, Diaz is seven percent chance of a, a goal or assist compared to a thirty to forty to fifty percent chance for the players that you're owning, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even Rudiger's better than than Diaz than when Diaz. it comes to when it comes to chances. So, yeah, I mean, Diaz is the player who I would be looking at if I was moving away from it. But then the argument is, who do you go to? Because 
you know, you could look at Spurs, but, you know, I mean, Davis has been mentioned. I've been reading some uh, a very good article by Sonaldo, uh, FPL Sonaldo on Davis for Spurs, but I'm not sold on Spurs. No. Um, you know, and, and to be honest with you, there's not a great deal else down there which I'm really that keen on. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. I, I think... <laughs> I don't see an awful lot of clean sheets, and that's why I think if I if I had the opportunity to do this differently again, I wouldn't have Diaz. I would have another fullback or a wing back. I mean, but the, the, they're in limited supply as well, right? So, so you yeah, get you, you have yeah, you have I could well you have Cancelo, you have Reese James, the yeah, obvious I, ones, right? You might yeah, I would have been so you know. At. Just not been. I, I don't know. Them. I don't know if I would lament not having Alonso over Diaz. No, that's true. Point. No, you know, Alonso not playing well. Chelsea's more likely to concede than City. Sure, Diaz is not going to get the attacking returns, and generally speaking, um, but that's a trade-off, right? You get a better defense, but you get fewer attacking returns. I, I don't know. I, I, I think the, the narrative of I. I I don't get the narrative of DS is a bad pick. He, he's he's not he's not a problem on any team. He's not a fire to put out. So if with with all the injuries, with COVID, with all these all these things going on, if you are subbing DS out, then then somehow I don't know you have magic in your team because you've avoided all these fires. So no, I, I just I mean, don't see you, it as you're, an issue. You're spot on there. You are spot on there. And I think for, I'm not going to sell him. I have, I have no intention of selling him. Actually, I'm going to try. But I tell you what, I'm. He's bloody trying my bloody patience. So, you know, <laughs> the air was blue again. The air was blue a few times this weekend watching football. You know, not like, least when, not least when, even, even, I mean, it didn't make any difference to me at all. When Yossa missed that chance, I was absolutely ranting. <laughs> and little the daughter burst into tears because I was screaming at the telly. And daughter's <laughs> 10, years, 10 days old, right? Or 12. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, hang on a minute, it's about 95% EO. What the hell are you even bothered about it for? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, Blue Nix has, has some good suggestions okay, as far please. as like who to move to. Yeah, uh, so, Just... yeah, so Tellez, Delot, Davis. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... What, what I will say is Telus won't start every game. Shaw will be involved for sure. Delo yeah. has he's had a good start, but he's he's a bad defender as far as like defending goes. <laughs> Trust me, he's not good. He he won't last there very long. I mean, there there, there could be rotation there as well. Um, Reguilon, I'm still not sold on Spurs defense. So like there are all these questions, and so so to use a no. valuable transfer at this time for that, I think is a, a bit rich for me. Absolutely right. And to be honest with you, I'm not always that uh, I don't tend to do too many defensive door looks for this reason. They try my patience, as Abelash is saying. Uh, they are a test of one's patience. And I think um, I'm going to stick with it for now. But I'm not much, uh, you know, if, uh, I think you'll hear the explosion from Phoenix if it goes wrong this week. <laughs> Even in, even in Lima, Peru, we'll hear it. Yeah, even in Lima, Peru. Yeah, absolutely. Um, long range defensively wise, um, you know, again, is there an argument that big at, the, big at the back's really overlooking at this as well? I mean, looking at this, you know, average matchups, there's only really Chelsea and City who 
have good matchups going forward. And they're nothing like the 3.3 and 1.9 averages of Liverpool and City for when it comes to attacking over the same period. Um, there, it, it just looks to me that that there are. It, it's quite slim. It's quite slim pickings at the moment. So that's why I'm thinking: Are we now in a position where that fourth and fifth midfielder? Unless you are in an unfortunate position, you've got Diaz, and you probably won't want to get rid of that pain in Diaz. Then, um, you know, is that fourth midfielder a, a an option to downgrade to free up some cash for that for that midfield hmm. spot? Because let's face it, the template is getting more expensive in midfield for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I think there is a strong that I, I quite like. There is an argument for it. The trouble is, I can't quite work out who I want. I mean, of course, West Ham's fixtures are improving a lot as well. You know, I mean, God help me, we're going back to Sue Fowl. You know, players like that. Yeah, I mean, he he's, he still could be a rotation risk, right? With, uh, what's his name, Ben Johnson? Is, that, that is, he, is Johnson injured, though? I, I think he's... He did. He went off injured a couple of games ago, but I think he's... I think he sh- I think he's healthy now. I, I don't yeah. remember, but well, it's an option. But I mean, that's the point is you know, there's another team, West Ham. You know, they're an option, I suppose. But God, I've already owned Sufal once and sold him, so I don't know whether I can go back to him again this year. Yeah, but, and I, I I don't know if it's fair to compare the defensive ratings with Liverpool and City attacking ratings. Like those two are a little bit on a different level. Um, but but I will say, like to to your point, Mariner, of the like, are are the defenses? becoming more vulnerable um net with, with net xg you know we're, we're in this modeling group where the, there's about a dozen other people that that make models and very few of them like are are predicting clean sheets these days even even watford is predicted to score one goal in in, in those and norwich sometimes too um so I, I think that backs up your point that modelers modelers see it that that it's getting more difficult for defenses um your your fdr sees it um so I think it's it's a fair question whether whether big at the back is still is still the the optimal strategy. Fair enough. I'm going to stick with it just to not change. But no, I think that's fine. You make your bed, you lie in it, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think there's no there's nothing wrong with the players that you've got. Um, they right. may regress somewhat. Is the risk, of course, one or two yeah. have been overperforming. So let's see. You know, uh, James is bound to regress now because I own him. Enough said. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not going to keep. He's not going to score twenty-five points a game. No, he's not going to keep that. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right, look, that's the fixture difficulty then, Gabe. I'm going to bring you in because uh, I think you're going to do something about the wing backs. I think uh, what about the wing backs is we're going to talk about for the yes. So, um, what's up with the wing backs is uh, is the question here, and and it's obviously related to is big at the back done, and and just a reminder that we have big at the back not because they are um, well they are they are they have been great defensively, but we have them for their upside, right? That's that's why you want those wing backs. So so what's I was wondering, you know, um, what's going on with uh, with the wing backs at Chelsea, and I've come up with. An, an idea and, and i think um i still have not enough data to really see if this is accurate but let's see what people think 
So I took Alonso in game weeks one through six where, let me see, I have, so in game weeks one through six, uh, he scored 39 points. So it's uh, six and a half points per game. And his opponents were Palace, Arsenal, Liverpool, Villa, Tottenham, and City. So Liverpool and City included in those fixtures, um, still six and a half points per game. Now, when he's come back in game weeks 13 through 16, um, he's only, he scored a total of four points. So 1.33 points per game against United, uh, Watford, and West Ham. Um, so what I notice here is on let's we'll start with um, the on the left we have the touch heat map for those uh, listening on the podcast, and we see Alonso from game weeks one through six kind of taking up that left side of the field. Um, now it is it's it's quite evenly spread. Maybe there's a little bit more on the defensive side, but it's evenly spread between on his defensive half and the attacking half. Um, if you look at game weeks 13 through 16 for Alonso, um, the touch heat map, um, it it skews much more heavily towards the defense. We see the very little presence, presence um, past midfield on that left side. Now, if comparing the touch heat map to the passes received heat map, I think um, the reason I, I, I like to include both the touch heat map and the passes received because the touch heat map shows kind of their entire involvement and the passes received heat map shows their involvement in, in attack. Um, and we see how just the, the dwindle, how much the, the attack has dwindled. So the, the heat map on the right for the passes received, um, well, the heat map on the right for game weeks 13 through 16 should be about half of the heat map on the left from game weeks one through six, because it's half the game weeks, it's three game weeks versus six game weeks. But we see the, especially the passes received heat map, it's it's much less than half, which means that he's, Alonso's receiving the ball much less. And when he is receiving the ball, he's receiving it, not just that further back, but way further back, like um, almost in his defensive third, right at the end, but where the defensive third and the mid and the middle third meet on that left-hand side, and he's not receiving it up the pitch. So th this is a big concern for Alonso, and you have to wonder, kind of like, what's going on here? Why, why has he kind of stopped attacking? And go to the next slide. Um, so similar situation with Reese James. Uh, I picked different game weeks for Reese James because obviously he's played in different game weeks. He had an injury, and he has uh, kind of different productions. Um, you'll see on the left hand side is Reese James game weeks nine through twelve. On the right hand side. Uh, so there are two sets of heat maps. There's the left side and the right and, and the right side. Um, it is the last two matches. So his last he missed the Watford match. He was rest of the Watford match. So these are the last two matches he played. Again, similar similarly to to Alonso, um, the right heat map should be about half of the left heat map, and and you see it's it's much less than half, and it's it's also further back. So on that right hand side, Reese James is receiving passes in his own half. Whereas in game weeks nine through twelve, he was receiving them way up the field, like like between kind of like the on that right side between the circle and the opposing box. He's not receiving it up there high up the pitch anymore, um, and and we see the same kind of dynamic with the touch heat map for, for Reese James. So the the question here is why why have both wing backs been pinned back in in the past I don't know like three three game weeks or so, and and when looking at them. Let me see if I have a yes. When when looking at them, I noticed so the past three game weeks they've played um, against a back three, and I wonder if that if that back three or back five is what's keeping Chelsea at bay. 
Um, so the first the first six game weeks they played against uh, a back four um, in every game week. I think yeah, every single one: Palace, Arsenal, Liverpool, Villa, uh, Tottenham, and City. They all played a back four. Now um, in game weeks thirteen through fifteen. Uh, Chelsea played against United, who played a, a back three. Watford, who played a back three, back three, back, back five. Watford, back three, back five. And West Ham, back three, back, back five. And they all gave City problems. City, uh, Chelsea problems. The only exception who didn't give a back, the only back three this season who has not given Chelsea problems, that was Norwich. And we all know what happened in that 7-0, right? But Norwich is not a professional football team, at least not a first division professional football team. Or they, let, let me rephrase, they weren't, they weren't when City played them. I think they're much improved, like we mentioned, right? So I, th- I think Chelsea struggle against a back three against good opposition, and the next slide will kind of show us, uh, begin to show us why. Just, just whilst we're talking about this, and there's been yeah. a couple, of, I think, quite interesting comments in the chat. Um, Ant A, um, I'll put it onto the screen for you. He, he's saying the main issue with the Chelsea wingbacks is the return of Mason Mount. He taking taking the set set pieces and and is the creative force. I I can see what he's saying there. And there's another player, mm-hmm. of course, who's starting to turn up as well as Romanfan points out, and that's Ziyech. Uh So yeah, you, you can perhaps see why this they're getting a little bit crowded out. It, remember these fullbacks are getting a little bit crowded out now. Yeah, and and I, I think those those are two great points, especially the Ziyech point, the, because Ziyech has been playing. Like the, the way Ziyech will play, he'll he likes to get wide, so he'll sometimes move into the space that those wing backs used to run into. I think I think the I think the set pieces is another element that you know Mounts and Ziyech taking set pieces from the from the wing backs is another element, and it's a big deal. But I think their lack of production is is more of a tactical one, um, and 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 it shows here especially against a, a back three. I I, I do think Mounts and Ziyech play a role in limiting their their creativity. Um, when when Tuchel can't get creativity from his wing backs, he's going to get creativity from from the, the two players in behind the striker, right? But maybe the reason he can't get creativity from the wing backs is this. So on the right, this is the Chelsea against Manchester United setup. Um, we see kind of like the 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 blank zone right in the middle. Uh, it, it's it's weird to see neither team really playing or, or touching the ball in the middle of the field, how they're both trying to be wide. And I think this is part of the success, why why Manchester United and other teams that play a back have played a back three effectively have had success against Chelsea. Because in, in these matches, I think Chelsea, they failed to to adequately use their central midfielders to create. So they would just, we, we see the, the touch heat map on the left, how Chelsea has kind of these four quadrants of, of touches. Like um, wide, wide left around midfield, wide right around midfield in the attacking half, and then wide left and around midfield and wide right around midfield in the defensive half. And that's it. And so it's this kind of, it's this, um, it's, it's, it's almost like they're stuck, right? And then, and then on the, the right-hand side, we see United's kind of back triangle, that, that three. It's, it's this um, kind of a, it's a, like a prevent defense, right? We see, we see the touches on, on the wings and then their defensive half and deep in their area as they, re, as they cycle the ball back and forth there um, and, and not much in the middle. And, and that just limited uh, Chelsea because Chelsea didn't adapt. Now they're starting to adapt with Mountain Ziyech, but back, back in game week, what was it, 14 or when they played United, 
uh, or 13 maybe. Um, they, they didn't they didn't adapt. We'll see the same thing on the next slide. Oh, sorry, before you go back. Just to mention on on the Chelsea heat map, there the the two circles there on the left hand side with the arrows. That's the arrows point to where the the possession should be, or what where where it was when they were successful attacking with their wing backs. So and then and then the circles point the kind of the the concentrated area of possession now. So it's further back. Against West Ham, we see a similar kind of dynamic. West Ham, much less less possession on, on the wing, certainly on that right side, but we see that kind of prevent formation as well. Um, Westman, West Ham do have um, kind of more activity from their defensive midfielders. Obviously, Declan, Declan Rice is much better than uh, Fred and, and McSauce over there, although kudos to Fred's goal. So it was a nice one, so I have to give him props for that. Um, and then again, we see, we see Chelsea being stuck instead of the four corners and the same four corners they were stuck with with uh manchester united they they're stuck in three of them they didn't even use the, that right side against west ham so um i don't know reese james wasn't used much at all but we see kind of that block of empty area where where chelsea where it shows that chelsea just failed to penetrate they failed to penetrate from from the midfield third to the attacking third i think that they they're that penetration they would get from their wing backs, and they're not getting that from the wing backs when they play against the back three. So again, just uh, it's it's only been it's three games, um, something to keep an eye on, and maybe something to be wary of if Chelsea face other competent back threes moving forward. Hmm. So okay, so what to do then if you own Alonso? There's a Danube Joe. He has asked a question on Twitter. Now you own Alonso. You, yeah. you're, you're obviously keeping him, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Um, is there any reason to contemplate selling him? You know, he was he did have a knock, but I think he's been seen in training. Alonso has he's he's always had back problems, so the, I, these are regular regular things that that he maintains. Again, I, I I still say that they have no real cover for him on that left side. Um, so I I think he's going to play. I brought him in for you know for for the opportunity, and if Alonso's playing, there's always opportunity. So as, if his expected minutes are high, then then his expected ceiling is going to be high as well. So I'm keeping. I'm... Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, great. So all right, so let's uh, let's keep going. I'm just seeing if there's any if there's just general chit chat about you know in the, in the group, just generally on Chelsea. I think it's worthwhile mentioning. Um, people. Uh, Roman fans comment, uh, commenting that uh, Kante is missing, worrying for that reason. Kante has been missing for much of the season, though. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I don't know that that is, and, and even while Chelsea kept clean sheets, uh, or Chelsea kept clean sheets even, even while Kante has been missing. So while that, of course, that, that hurts any team, we'll have maybe the best defensive midfielder uh, missing from your team. Um, I don't think that's the main culprit for for Chelsea conceding goals recently. Yeah, and Rubaduki is it, is there some form of overreaction out of West Ham's three goals? One was a penalty, and the other was a fluke cross. I think Mendy had a bad day, quite frankly, didn't he? That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, he did. That, that's the other problem. Um, so okay, uh, all right. So let's keep going then. Um, thank you very much, Gabe. It's always yeah. good to to have a look at the. Uh, these these uh, so it's nice to get the heat maps out every now and again. We don't we yeah. don't always look at them these days. I, I like heat maps. Um, all right, game week sixteen then. Who's got the best matchups? Well, 
<laughs> oh, but what a surprise. It's Liverpool. Uh, home against Villa. 3.0. Very, very strong. Two and a half goals. There we go. There's my prediction. There. I think Straight we should away. just ban Liverpool talk yeah, until AFCON. City against Wolves, um, two. Chelsea against Leeds, two. Mm. I, I certainly fancy Chelsea a lot more than I fancy City. I think, uh, I think actually, I think Wolves have just showed that they can be quite stubborn. Um, I think and, I think it evens out with, with when you compare the attacks, right? Wolves yeah. can be quite stubborn, but Chelsea's attack is better than City right now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I that's, think that's so. interesting. I, be interesting way of way of looking at it. Um, mm-hmm. we've got a bit of a confession. We haven't got the net XG, have we? Because we've been too busy to be able to get it done. But yeah, uh, yeah. Apologies got, for that. We've got the rough ideas, though, haven't we? We've got a rough numbers. There were about two, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, at the bottom, um, Wolves minus two point six. Um, now, please God, that must be a clean sheet. Double clean sheet. <laughs> <laughs> City. Um, Everton minus two. Oh my dear me. The Spurs minus 1.8 with Leeds. Spurs minus 1.8. Attack against Brighton. Although saying that, we all know the caveats there, right? Uh, I don't even think it's worth talking about it. The game might not even be on. Where we're going. Yeah, I mean, do that, that, that would imagine that. Imagine if, if that game is called off. Sanchez gone for people. Spurs gone for people. It's a good week to take Tony, a hit. It's, it's, it'll be a good week to take a hit. I'll tell you, if if that game goes, I am definitely taking a hit. I think I think a, the hit a hit will be the norm this week. Yeah, I think I think it, I think it could be a good week to take a free hit. Yeah, mm, no, it no, depends no. how badly you're impacted. It depends. There's, uh, there's, I mean, we've got we've got uh, the first inklings of a blank blank game week starting to appear on the long range fixture difficulty around 24 and 25 you know can you can you navigate that easily enough and then you know we're we're just starting to get to the cup now aren't we i just see the third third round draw of the cup was made this week so we're soon going to be into the cup um and then we'll be looking at it then so i don't know that i'd free it too early it's, I, I don't like free it in I think it, I think it depends how badly you're impacted. This think, is basically a blank game week for you. I'll, if, tell you what say I'll you... do. I'll, I'll put a poll out. I'll put a poll out again for hits. Once I start to see what's happening, I'll put a poll out, and it's normally pretty accurate. You normally get a fairly good judgment of, of how many oh, hits have been taken. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's a hit. It's, it's possibly a good week for a hit. It might be might be a good thing because I reckon I might need to do one to sort. My, I mean, if, if you own, troops out, if you own Tony. Right, a couple Spurs, right? Yeah. So you have Alonso, yeah, Sanchez, Cornet, yeah. That's a blank game week. That's a time to free hit. Yeah, I suppose. Although saying that, they're only two point hits, aren't they? If they're all injured, remember it's only two points, not a four point hit. Well, it's it's like that. Maybe, but you're also completely restructuring your team. Yeah, true, but that might not be a bad thing with with hits. (laughs) With hits, I don't com, com, a complete team restructure with hits entering into the fixture crunch. Yeah, just, yeah, you're right. Like you, you're, you're right. But then again, what's to say it's going to resolve itself next week? It's all well and good free hitting, but what's to say it's even going to res, resolve itself next week? Yeah, I think that's generally a fair speaking, point. I think generally speaking, I think, um, and we'll we'll touch on this right now. And I think it's a good time because we're talking about the. 
the fixture crunch and this, that, and the other. We're just coming up to Christmas. Buna's telling us that a seventh Tottenham yeah, first team players. I have today. a horrible, horrible feeling that we will be using our third bench player anytime now. Any in the next two to three weeks, we'll be down to the bare bones. Two or three weeks. Happen. It's gonna be. I think I have happen. a feeling that game is gonna get gonna be postponed. Yeah, I think we'll people will be deep into the benches again. All right, so that's the uh, fixture for, for attack with respect to matchups. Defensively, as we've said, City have an amazing matchup against Wolves. Palace have a very good matchup against Everton at home too. Oh. Um, and Brighton and Chelsea have good matchups against Spurs and Leeds, as we've already said. Um, and Villa at the other end looking look like they could have a a pretty difficult afternoon. Up at Liverpool. I'm not saying they won't score, but I've got a feeling they're going to concede a few. Um, and obviously Wolves and Leeds, as we've said, because that just matches up the opposite way, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, there's Ruben. There's Diaz. Look, there's my mate, Pain in, Pain in. Ruben. Pain in, Diaz. There's my mate. Come on, my son. Please, just, just do me do me a favour this week. It's, it's got to happen. Um just looking down these matchups, you know, um, West Ham, Burnley. We mentioned that earlier. Let me just go back. I didn't talk about it. I was going to mention that earlier on when I hmm. look at West Ham and Burnley. Negative, neutral. Zero. Yes. And, Explain yourself. Well, it's because Burnley aren't bad at home defensively. That's what that's what it is. And West Ham, as I've said, have come off a cliff a little bit, have gone off a little cliff a bit. Um, how long that stays for remains to be seen. But again, am I falling over myself to bring a West Ham player in this week? No. Do I think they can get something at Burnley? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think is the way I would put it. Um, quickly going on to the fixed difficulties for the averages. And there we go. There's Reese James. There's my mate Cancelo. And there is Trent sat there. It's the three musketeers as ever. Um. City average two point three, extremely good. Mm. Um, <laughs> any other, any other season, we would be having a serious conversation about captaining these guys now. Mm. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, any other season, you know, what's your view on that? Agree one hundred percent. If if we didn't have Mo, such an entrenched captain. Than auto pick Super mode, boring, and... isn't it? We should actually. We should... No, I, I, I think it's like I said. I, I think it's great. It's the best thing that ever happened. Well, FPL. I'm just bored of it. I like the cap. You know, we. I, I think we've probably lost viewers because the captaincy metrics getting boring. Yeah, that's fair. It's it's, it's bad. For, it's bad for the metric because it, it makes it's not metric. interesting. Yeah, it, it's it's totally bad for bad the publicity for the of the metric. That's right. That's right. So anyway, so City two point three, Liverpool two, Chelsea one point nine. Three standout matchups on an average basis for these guys. Put Alonso in there as well. Andrew Robertson, even if you've not got Yotta, uh, now starting to come back into some form. Mm-hmm. Um, Shom will be rubbing his hands with glee in Bangalore at this very moment. <laughs> now, oh. tell us. It, your video froze. It's just 
it's normal. Oh, okay. They've been doing some work outside. The internet's been on and off all day. Every time they do work, it just crashes. Hmm. Anyway, right, okay. Right, zonal matchups. Zonals. So what have we got here? Well, not a lot, actually. I, I actually think on the left, it's really a bit... There's not there's not much. There's no real standouts there. It's all a bit much for muchness. Brighton mm. three point eight, City three point eight, West Ham three point seven chances expected. Mm. Um, then Everton three point six, Chelsea three point six, Man United three point five, Southampton three point five. They're all very very close. I haven't seen this normally then, we're to get a a spread. Yeah, they're, they're quite close and and they're all quite low. Yeah. Yeah, so not a lot there. So I'm not really going to talk about much there. I'm going to go for <laughs> Chelsea in the middle. Look, four point one, Liverpool mm. four. You know, there we go. Is Lukaku going to get? Is Lukaku going to get something this week? I'll put the cat among the pigeons. If all of a sudden he starts, if he kicks off, won't it? Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. Um, it would be good actually. It would be nice to have another option, and it'd be nice to have another forward option like that. Get some. Make things a little more interesting. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, Chelsea, Liverpool, Arsenal. Oh, it's such a <laughs> shame about Arsenal. If you dare go for Aubameyang, God, <laughs> might be more chance of going for Lacazette. <laughs> I, I have to say, it's quite an indictment when you're Arsenal and you let players like Patson Daka, you let Leicester sign players like Patson Daka, right? Like sign, sign. I don't know. Sign somebody, man. You don't have a center forward. I don't yeah, know. It's, That's... it's not great. It's not great. Um, and on the right, Liverpool five. The back up to five again. Always. So it, we were right last week. Oh yeah. So you were right last week. You predicted that it could be a long afternoon. Hmm. Um, but it took that the Van Dyke long ball, which was. Which was discussed pre-season on net that hole. Yes, um, wasn't it? Yeah, to to unpick a very very stubborn Wolves defense. That direct diagonal ball that Van Dijk hits is irreplaceable. It's uh, they've missed that so much. And kudos actually to Hibbo for <laughs> he sent me a yes. little message point yeah. pointing that out. That hey, we yeah, talked about this did. in preseason. It's like yeah, yep. so we'll give him a shout out. Um, yep. Uh, on that one as well. West Ham 4.2, interesting. Might come up against the... That might be the chink of light that that people need to bring a certain gentleman in a little bit early, although I'm not convinced. Um, Everton 4. Who plays down the Who plays down the right? That prick grave. Doesn't he play down the left? Yeah, nobody good on the right. No. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just, I mean, maybe Ducure could... Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. 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 Um, you were a bit surprised that Newcastle didn't have a very good matchup, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, although, you know, the, that right zone for Newcastle is fine. Um, but, but yeah, I was surprised they were, they were so low in, in their, in their matchup this week. Cause I, I kind of like them. I, I, I've, I've liked them to score every game week for a little while now. And I think, I think Leicester is just, I mean, it's that black. Ch- it's the black and white. It's the black and white shirts you see. Look, uh, that's that's what it is. It's it's the subliminal. It's just black. It's, the, it's yeah. just these black and white stripes. That's what it is. 
but Leicester have been have been awful defensively this season. Chalar Soyuncu has has been a liability for them back there. I don't know what happened to that guy. He, I mean, the long he's he's the anti Samson. Like the the longer his mullet gets, the longer his Farquad hairdo gets, the worse he gets as a player. Lord I think Farquad. Lord yeah. Farquad. <laughs> I love that. That is, that is, I have to say, every time I hear that, I do got the assist. I, I just piss myself laughing. People must think I'm a weirdo because I'm walking down the road laughing out loud listening to pods. <laughs> well, I can anyway. guarantee people think you're a weirdo, but um... no, I'm sure they do. <laughs> Someone just mentioned, is it time for Rafinha to go? I would argue, yes, it is. Yeah, for those wondering why he's on the screen, it's... It's not because I like him. No. It's because I actually think this matchup says it's time for him to go. Yeah. Um, Because if you look at Leeds' um, zonal matchups for the next three game weeks, or four game weeks, 16, 17, 18, and 19... (laughs) All right, their average is they're only going to create three chances down that right hand side. Now, of course, he's heavily involved. Bamford's back. Um, made an instant impression. I don't think it'll be long before he's back in our thoughts, but probably by game week 20. Because by game week 20, Leeds fixtures start to turn. Mm-hmm. So, but I think there are better options than Rafinha right now. I think the matchups suggest sell. And I think that, like you said, the other options suggest sell. Rafinha yeah. or Bowen, Rafinha or Bilva, right? Rafinha yeah. or who else is in there? Jota, obviously. Good the one. They call yeah. he, he's second yeah. to all of those. So, yeah, yeah, they're just the, the and and this is where when when you're thinking of selling a defender, right? Um, say say you don't want to go big at the back anymore. I think you have to consider what the upside is and like how where you're improving elsewhere. I, I can see a, a transfer in midfield going Rafinha to any one of those players mentioned. And that's quite, I, I see that as a, as a significant delta and positive. Yeah. But going Alonso to Reguilon, is that how much, of, what kind of a delta are you going to get there? Yeah, it's not so much, is there? There's, yeah. there's not so much there. No, you, you make a valid point. I mean, the problem I've got, I'll come on to my, I've actually, I put a poll on Twitter earlier in the week. I've actually dropped it into the, into the, the, the slide at the end just to, it's a nice discussion point actually so we'll mm. we'll bring that one up because i mean rafinha is leaving my team this week for sure unless smith rowe is knackered mm. if smith throws knackered i might take him out instead right or in fact i might take them both out uh it's... but we'll we'll see i don't know that we'll have to but the one thing for sure is i am please if you are thinking about moves sit on your bloody hands if there's ever a week to sit on your hands, it's this one. You could end up getting absolutely crucified if you if you make all your moves and then all of a sudden something happens. And we've already got the first inklings of problems, right? There's a lot of information yet to be released. Yeah, yeah, there is. I think let's watch this space. Uh, Gabe, um, coming to you then on The Alchemist. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm not quite sure about this. I, I, I think I might have to... Uh, Vito, I think I might have to disappear. <laughs> so it, it's Callum, <laughs> there you it, go, it's Callum Wilson. What's going on? It's Callum Wilson. I'll tell you why in just a second. So, um, Callum Wilson is this week's alchemist. Uh, for the podcast listeners, the quote is every no, that's 
every blessing ignored becomes a curse. And we all, we're all familiar with the curse of Callum Wilson. Uh, you more than many. Um, so Callum Wilson is up against uh, Burnley, right? Burnley have conceded the fourth most headed goal attempts with 41. Um, they, oh, give me one second. They've conceded the third most attempts from set plays, which is 64. They've, they have the fourth most aerial duels lost, which is 279. And Callum Wilson has the most headed goals, three. He has the joint, what is it? Joint seventh most headed headers on goal, 10. Um, he has, so he, he just has a good, a, I, so like his head, I like his headed matchup. Gonna score a header. I like his headed matchup this week. We haven't done headed matchups in quite a long time. Um, it's time to bust out that potato salad. There we go. We'll bust out, I'll bust out the Santa hat. So let's bust out the potato salad while we're at it as well. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I like that. Well, I don't, but I'm going to say I, I have to sound positive. I have him in draft. So. Look, I mean, to be fair, as I said earlier on, if you had Callum Wilson, um, if you're thinking about selling and probably don't on the back of this, I think that's that's one thing I would say there. Um, And the differential of the week, well, I really struggled with this, but in the end, I I gave way Hmm. and and went for Jared Bowen, 4.1% owned, 6.4 million. Fixed difficulty is not great, as I said neutral but it's 5.8 points per 90 away from home hmm. expected you know and it's burnley and i know they're a decent i know burnley are decent at home but you know it, he is not just the one thing i will say about him of course not bringing him in for one week you're bringing him in for a slot yeah. and as i said 18 19 and 20 their game their fixtures turn really really favorable so I'm I'm not at all against it. Now, would I go Bowen over Bilver? If I didn't own mm. a city city midfielder, would I go Bowen over Bilver? I think that's a tougher ask. I think that's a much tougher question. Right. I think if I had both, I'd be very happy. But I'm not sure whether I should go Bowen or Bilver. What's your perspective? Where's the upside? I mean, surely the well, the upside has to be with City, right? And especially their yeah. their upcoming fixtures. It's um, sorry, um, yeah, I think. Well, what one? Let, let me get back to Bowen here. I think Bowen at four point one percent. That that ownership really surprised me. I thought he was high, more highly owned because he has been the I guess the conversation on Twitter for quite some time. Um, shout out to Rafael Sonaldo who brought him in this week. Uh, brought him in nice and early. He's been very high on Bowen recently. I like him attacking uh, Burnley's left side. The more vulnerable on that left side, so I, I do like this shout for the differential of the week. I mean, if I, I think you go with with the City attacker though, if, if if you're going one or the other, if you're having to choose with with City's fixed upcoming fixtures with um, with Bilva's form, he's playing out of his mind right now. And, and he's rested. I think he's going to be rested midweek. And I don't think they've travelled. I don't think he's travelled, has he? Correct. He hasn't travelled. Um, neither is Cancelo. So, 
pretty pretty nailed for the up, upcoming crunch. I yeah. think you, you still have to go. You still have to go city uh, in 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 that scenario. I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Good shout. I like that one. So let's see if let's see if that one returns. Uh, we haven't had a great deal of luck just recently. <laughs> <laughs> Well, saying that, neither have I. So uh, anyway, let's have, uh, should we have a, a 30 second break and then sure. we'll, uh, we'll come back. Are you craving more FPL content? Then look no further than allaboutfpl.com. Head over there for weekly articles from some of the top content creators on the planet. So what are you waiting for? Head over to allaboutfpl.com, the website for all your FPL needs. I just realized this Santa's making me quite hot and stuffy in here. <laughs> but I, I think what the main one of the one of the main questions people are asking themselves, just to go back to Bowen really quickly, is yeah. is whether to double up. If you have Antonio, is Bowen a priority? Right. And I I, th- I think that's a fair question. I I, I really like as I said to you, I have Ben Rama and Antonio yeah. at the start of the season, and it really paid off. Yeah. Antonio's what, 40% owned? Is it, he, scores is it once, back, he scores once, he's back to 45% with these fixtures. Yeah. Then he's not really much. Then then I think you're looking for that differential with those fixtures, and that's why I quite like the idea of, of doubling up personally. Right. Yeah. But I, like, I'm not saying it's the – I'm just saying it's a, it's a thought. You know, clearly, you know, we've got Yotta, but you can't take him out. This is the trouble with this bloody fast-moving template you're now left with him <laughs> and he's not going to make any benefit to you at all <laughs> well that, that's but not having him will significantly but not having hurt him will you. kill you not there's no reason to get rid of, of a player like Jota, unless though. he goes on a barren spell if you if you know when to if you jump off him at the right time it'll do you a world of good but um but no you've got a situation where you've got to work with these positions with with what slots are left right mm-hmm. so at the moment i've got rafinha and i've got smith rowe they're my two slots yeah so i've got to decide what to do with those um all right then um captaincy well we've hit 80 percent now which is what we were trying to do at the start of the season which is where we always try to to achieve is that 80 percent but well, i mean look let's face it it's mo salah isn't it and the captaincy is not going to go anywhere far from this going forwards either, I don't think. But yeah, um, 80% now, 266 points, 17.7 points per game week is how the metric's doing. The poll, 77% Salah. Now, I've had a bit of people whinging at me saying, why didn't you go for Son? Well, first things first is that there was the rumour about the COVID. And secondly, the fixture difficulty bloody hates them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, but we, it, we know what's happening about Brighton, though. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So I think, look, I'm not saying Sons are. I, I, I just think again, looking at this, look at the difference between Salah and Ronaldo. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, playing I, Norwich. I have not, I have not loud. They're yeah. playing Norwich, and he's seven percent. I mean. <laughs> How many people captained Havertz when they when he played Norwich, right? And what happened then? Yeah, it's bloody madness, though, isn't it? Look at it. Captaincy's not even like a conversation. It's not even a conversation. No, really. So, so anyway, there we go. So we're going to say it's the captaincy poll, like Salah. So does the metric. 
He now has 100% returns. He's returned in every game in the last 12 of his test. Um, <laughs> took him a while this week, but he's done it. Um, fixture is very good, 123. Form, 7.6. Yeah, uh, there's two met- There's the old and the new metric there. Now you can see the old metric actually sat there. Just I didn't hide it by mistake. But anyway, it's there. Um, he would have topped that as well. Um, <laughs> 116, 116% for return. Yeah, 51% for a little bit of a clean sheet point as well. Um, Mane sitting second. Cancelo third. There we go. Um, Yotta fourth. Trent fifth. Vardy sixth. There's only one captain. It, yeah. Quite frankly, there's only one captain. I mean, good no. luck if you want to go somewhere else. And and I know some people have, and I you know some people have managed to get those little bounces out of it. But I think there's more risk than reward. Yeah, and, and don't worry, Mariner, your your captaincy metric will be relevant again this season. I know you're sad. <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone Mariner's sad about the captaincy metric. <laughs> But it'll be it'll be all right by the time yeah. we get to Afcon. By the time we get to, uh, to Afcon, it'll be better. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll look forward to taking those out <laughs> with the metric anyway. But but yeah, let's see how we go. All right, so that's very very quick on the captaincy. Hour and sixteen. Let's get to these questions. Um, the first one we're going to have a bit of a go at. Gabe is a is a wild card, and I I, I know we said we were going to do it, but we we got a question in about. <laughs> Harry Kane pushed Husky Nation one at Husky Nation one to hit the wild card button. I think I don't know if in rage or what, but Nima's also wild card, hasn't he? Yep. But I I, I was going to look at his team and and use that for guidance, but then I, I ended up changing nappies, so I didn't have much of an opportunity. So I mean, first things first. This let me just read this team out and let's go. What he's looking at, he's got Gaeta in goal. He's got James, Trent, Cancelo. He's got Yotta, Gundogan, Salah, Fernandez, and Bowen. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on Fernandez. And Antonio and Dennis. And then on the bench, he's got Foster, Davis, Livermento, and Lacardia. Lacardia is a young pick, is he? By the looks of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all right with the defence. I'm, sort of, I'm certainly all right with the starting defence. Mm-hmm. Those three across. Quite like the Davis pick. Um, Livermento. Hmm. I'm not, I don't know about him anymore, quite frankly. He's it's his fifth midfielder, uh, defender. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe if he needed to save a bit of money, he could perhaps go yeah. down to, to Williams there. Yotta yeah. Gundogan. Would you go? Are you happy with Gundogan over uh, Bilva? With with KDB sort of like on the way back. We know what happened to Gundogan when KDB came back last season, didn't we? Yeah. If you're going with one city midfielder, I, I don't think it's going to one from what we know at the at this point. I think it's it's either Foden or Bill or Bilba. Yeah, I was going to say if you're going with one, I, it's the one who you can afford out of Foden or Bilba for me. Yeah. If I could afford Foden, I would go to Foden. I I don't know. I don't know necessarily. May, for me, maybe I, I may want that money in the bank. I, I don't know that there would be that much uh, between them. It's a whole. It's I think there's like. Point seven or something like that between mm. them, something like Bill that. Bill was just overperforming so much, though. I'm just that little bit worried that he's going to regress, and I think Foden's actually looks more due to me when it, you know that's just my statistical head mm-hmm. switching on. But yeah. that says nothing because I also picked Dennis over King, and that's a complete stupid. That's a that's a complete oxymoron if you do that because let's face it, Dennis over King is you know, Dennis is massively overperforming. 
compared to King. But I think um, I think that uh, these claims of over and underperforming they need context. Yeah, and, of course. And, they do. Yeah, because I mean, overperforming could be the fact that you're playing extremely well and putting all the balls into the you know smashing the balls into the corner and playing worldy passes, or underperforming could be just dog shit. And 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 it could be you know. King King has the stats, but his stats are um, are buoyed by that by that one by one match. Yeah. So, okay. his, so there's that context as well. What I'll say here is, you know, that, in regards to this team, um, I think I know I, where you're going. I think you're going to home in on one player, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the obvious one, right? Is 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 Fernandez worth it? You know, he's he's not he's not on pens. It doesn't seem like they they may so they they might take turns. We don't know what Rangnick's going to do as as far as pens go. But we know Ronaldo took one. The, the one that they have had, Ronaldo took it. So paying that much money for Fernandez when you're, you're never going to captain him and he's not on pens, probably not the best idea. I would probably rather triple up on City. You could go Gundogan and Bernardo Silva yeah. if you want. I, I think that, that could Foden, be interesting. Or even Foden. Or, right, you could go down to Foden. And you can upgrade um, Locadia to somebody, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think I would look to to do that, and then how do you feel about Guaita and goal? I, I'm not too worried about. It. I, I I was trying. I've been trying to oppose that all day, mm-hmm. and I can't really. The, the way that Brighton's are in a, such a mire at the moment, I would have, mm-hmm. you know, I could have, I could have predicted, I could have really gone with Sanchez. Um, at Ramsdale is still a solid. A reason, but he's getting more expensive now, isn't he? Yeah. So, I, I think, yeah, Gaiter or or Sanchez. I think for me, I think look, at, it's gonna, it's not gonna make a great deal of difference. I, I um, think. I do, well, go ahead, go ahead. I do like, I do like City. I do City. I do like uh, Palace at home. Yeah, and that, well, that that's the thing, right? They're gonna play half their games away. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then it's a well, similar so situation. So is, every, so is everybody. And let's face but, it. But know. not everybody has the same home, like mm. difference between home, home and away. The the, it's not going to uh, make much difference at the end of the season, though, is it? Let's but, but, it. But what I'm saying is I, I think the extra the extra money for Ramsdale is worth it because of the saves um, and because of the team in general. I, I, I think they will be more solid o- over the, the whole season. Yeah. I don't think Sanchez is an option because this week that game could be cancelled. Right, well, like, yeah. like against Spurs, so Sanchez might not be an option. Um, I, I, I would probably spend the extra money on on Ramsdale or or maybe get the United keeper. What? Yes, sir. So, if you look at United, are you, are you, are you, what time is it there? You can't drink at that time in the morning. <laughs> Seriously, <Well. laughs> Manchester United keeper, you pissed. So United, they've cut. Let's no. see. No, no way, man. Why not? Why not? <laughs> let's hear it. Uh, to be fair, look, I'm pulling your leg. I have heard some people talking him up, but I don't know. I just can't. I can't justify spending the money. That's he's the same price as Ramsdale. Is he? Is he four point yeah. nine now? No, I mean, well, no, I don't know. He might be five, but whatever. Point one. It's the same price bracket. It's the same price Ooh. point. Yeah. So yeah, and, I don't know. And, and you know their their upcoming fixtures are good, right? Well, yeah. I just think there's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I've got this. I've got this insane wish to bring Luke Shaw back into my team when he starts playing again. That's madness. 
<laughs> anyone but De Gea. I mean, there's rumors that he might. Lukshaw's not even playing. He's been benched for this year. I'm not bringing any Manchester United players in any time soon. Well, maybe one. But I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I, hmm. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll, 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 we'll let that percolate sure. a little bit. We'll talk about it next time. You've, 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 you've blindsided me a bit. Anyway, <laughs> so anyway, there we go. Uh, Dennis over King, just to finish off. Sorry, Dennis over Dennis King? Or, Dennis or King? Dennis for, for me. Yeah, Dennis for you. 100%, yeah. He, even if he's playing on, on the wing there, I, I still like I like the savings more. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. All right, we've spent a bit of time on that. So anyone who's wildcard, and I know there's a few people, so hopefully that's been useful for them. Um, let's go on to these Twitter takes then. We're just going to have a we'll, – we'll fire around these for five minutes, and then we'll take a couple of questions, and we'll get out of here. I'm going to go first of all with my poll, right? The first poll was I, – I, I wasn't even checking my rank because <laughs> I was that pissed off. But looking at exit routes from Kane and Rafinha. So, Ronaldo, Bernardo, Ogundo, and Williams, minus four, right, with Liverly, with Livermento leaving the side as well. Watkins, a City midfielder, and Rashford for, with, for a minus four, or Rashford comes in later for no cost. Or Watkins, a City midfielder, and Bowen, with Smith-Rowe departing as well. Um, the poll went with a City midfielder, Bowen, and Watkins. 41 or nearly 42 percent 35 percent went for Ronaldo hmm. where are you on this one where, where, would you redistribute the wealth from Kane or would you go to Ronaldo I would go with C I would I would redistribute I would go Watkins a city mid and Bowen and the reason being a uh, you know, similarly to um, Bruno Fernandes, R- Ronaldo is a premium. premiumly priced. Now, um, Mark from the Black Box, uh, he Mark Southern, he he did talk about Ronaldo being a flat track bully, and he is. Um, but I I I expect Ronaldo to play maybe two out of three games, so you're getting two thirds of a player for the premium price. And it's a player you'll never captain. It's a no for me. And and I'm not saying he's it's a bad pick because I do think he's going to get points. I think he's 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 going to beat some of these bad teams up. But I think I think other players are going to get points too. I think the city mids are going to get points. I think Bowen will get points. Um, and I think Watkins will tick along and be and be decent value. So um, it's it's C Watkins city mid and Bowen for me. Okay. Oh, I'm I'm siding that way as well. Because it and it would probably be Foden, would be my city midfielder mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I would be going Foden, Bowen, Yotta, Salah, and Brownhill across midfield. Mm-hmm. Quite like that. No, and I've good. got those four strong defenders as well, and Livramento, and then up front I've got I'll have uh, Dennis, Antonio, and Watkins. Yeah, that's that's great. You'll have. Uh... Livermento, Dennis, and and, and, and Brown. And money in the bank. So you have Livermento, Dennis, and Brownhill on the bench most weeks. Yeah. And you'll be in yeah. a 4 4 2. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's go for the next question. Well, Akib, um, how to get to Son, Ron, and Salah? <laughs> how to get Son, Ron, and Salah? Sell, all the play- sell someone. 
<laughs> I think the point here is, where are you going to make yeah. your sacrifices if you're going to do this? And is it worth it? Well, we've already said that you're not convinced it's worth it, Gabe, because we're going to be captaining Salah anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sun is all right. I, I actually quite like that, provided that they're, you know, I'm not saying do it this week now, or certainly maybe hold off till late. You find out what's I, happening. I think he's been, it's been, he's been confirmed out. Um, no, I think, no, I think no, rubber, no, rubber ducky not, meant... Let's not do it this chat. week. But I'm I'm not I'm not saying Son's a bad pick. Um you know, if if he's if he has COVID, he could be out yeah. for two yeah. weeks. And that's what yeah, yeah, three game weeks. I'm not three or four game weeks. Week. I'm not saying we're doing it this week. No, but, but but what I'm saying is if he has COVID, you can't do it next week either, because it'll probably no. be out. And and yeah. there and there will be midweek games as well. Hood's gonna miss those as well. So yeah, Son, Son is a hard sell if there's they COVID. Uh, players getting COVID now could miss three or four game weeks. Exactly, that's my point. Because they're, they're, yeah. they're so close together that missing one week is probably two yeah. game weeks. Yeah, absolutely. All right then. So Manchester United assets from FPL Robbie at Rob Man Gunsong. Rob Man Gunsong. Okay. Um, in that, I, I, I would read it. Rob Man Unsong. Rob Man. Rob Man <laughs> Gunsong. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. Cool off, man. You're sweating. <laughs> um, man United assets with their great fixtures coming up. De Gea, you just said. There it is. Dalot, Dallo, Fred, with a funny face. <laughs> Sancho, Rashford, Bruno, Ronaldo. I, To me, I'll answer this one. To me, they're a watch and wait. Hmm. I'm still not convinced. What, what's your, where are you? I'm, I'm going to put you your feet a bit to the fire here. If... If you had, if you there were one, who who would be the one? Rashford. Rashford. I agree with you. Rashford. I agree with you. Playing quite, if he's playing central, then it's interesting, and he is proven. Whereas Sancho at the moment hasn't really fired, has he? I I don't know. I I, I think Sancho has. I think Sancho is finally understanding the team he's playing with now that the team has a better identity but but Sancho's going to be a little bit more withdrawn he's going to be wider Rashford will be in a front two I think Rashford will play almost all the time because he's been rested most of the season um and and Ronaldo may uh may switch with Cavani Greenwood could get involved in one of the midfield two or one of the front two um but Actually, that's an interesting point if he if he's nailed Greenwood's my pick yeah I, I I don't think he's going to be nailed, but, but definitely keep your eye. <laughs> no, he's on not. Greenwood. But Greenwood would be my Greenwood would be my pick if indeed he started to get minutes. I would be looking yeah. to get Greenwood back in. But uh, of these, I I like Rashford the most because he is further forward uh, and and he's rested. But I think Sancho's a decent shout too because he's on some set pieces now. Yeah. All right. And the question from uh, Asa at Asa one four nine. Uh, he's already sorted his issues with Ben Rammer and Rafinha. He's obviously flogged them. Now he's got three more issues. <laughs> Tony Gallagher and Kane. Well, I say Gallagher for me is a hold. Uh, what should I do with them? Well, Gallagher, I would hold. You might not have an option, but hold. I hope. I mean, is, is Spurs game going to even go ahead? Would you sell Kane if you had other fires to put out this week? Do you know what? I probably wouldn't. If the game's going to go ahead, I'd probably because I think that. There's a chance he could really hurt the Mariner this week. 
There's always that chance he could just <laughs> cause a cause a monstrous rant next week, Gabe. But I, I mean, now, now I kind of hope that happens. Uh, no, Sorry. please don't. Please, <laughs> please, please don't. But but look, Tony's got COVID. Uh, if Kane's game's off, then he's a sell as well. Probably you're probably gonna have to do something. So I think it's a watch and wait. But I don't know. I might hold Kane if in in his position. What about you? I mean, Ace has already taken a four-point hit. Anything yeah. else will be a minus eight. If yeah. you if if you can get eleven players out there, don't take just any more hits. Out. Just get them out there and then fi- figure things out as you know next week or something like that. If you if you can't get eleven players out there, then obviously just just wait and hold. If you sell Tony, uh, Tony for sure is not going to play. So if you sell Tony, depends where you can go from Tony. Otherwise. If if you wait and find out Kane's not playing, then you can go anywhere from Kane. You could go to yeah, Vardy. You could do so. Fair enough. Well, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a first of all we're gonna have a laugh at somebody. So absurdologist. Uh, Here we go. Zach. I just one question, guys. Since I used my two free transfers when I was drunk last night, first time this season, <laughs> I do early transfers. No, I have about four flags. It's the neat thing. So just ride the wave. Uh, I would suggest have another drink, mate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just stay perpetually pissed till the weekend till after, after the deadline and then till, don't care till after um, the new year because yeah. it's four flags <laughs> a bunch of hits you're screwed oh my I mean oh my goodness yeah that's it's it's a tough place to be in isn't it it's really difficult I mean if they're out remember it's only a two point hit not a four point hit that's the way I look at it if they're completely out, and also keep a strong view and eye on how many players are likely to be, how many hits are likely to happen, you might be able to get away with a, a minus eight without yeah. too much pain. And the um, other thing I'd say to be mindful of is how you're setting up your team for the future. So it, don't just be reactive and, and make make a transfer just because a player's out or something. Make sure that the, the player you're bringing in fits into a future plan as well. All right, so we'll try and take a few questions. I, I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen any in there, Gabe. The, the, yep. the chat's quite lit, actually. So it is. Uh, it, well, it is lit. We got we got some a bunch of new people joining. Penguins in here. Rubber Ducky, Anthony Chung, Zach, astrologist. Yeah. Dallas is in here. What's up, guys? Amund, Amund has joined us. So yeah, it's uh, and, but there were some questions. Let me move this. There were. I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm, you keep going. You keep looking for them as well. I'm just going to trundle up at the top. I think. Uh, okay. If you start from the bottom, if you see any, I'll, I'll start from the top as well. Uh, There's one from Amund at 26 past the hour. How do we think KDB return will affect Bilva's position? Uh, I'll defer that one to you, Mr. Coach. <laughs> um, I mean, the, I've hardly the, seen any. I've hardly seen City play re- recently, to be honest. Mm. So it's been late at night. The the thing about Bilvan and one of the reasons he's playing so well is he's playing multiple positions at maybe the highest level in the league. So when he's in central midfield, he's one of the best central midfielders in the league. When he's playing at one of the wings, he's one of the best wingers in the in the league. So I I think I don't think De Bruyne coming De Bruyne's return will affect Bilva too much because I think Bilva has made it where he's as integral to this team as KDB has been in the past at least this season he is 
So I, I think it would affect more Gundogan's positioning uh, and it could make Gundogan more defensive. The fixture crunch could make the team tired, which could also make uh, make Pep go a little bit more conservatively and make Gundogan hold a little bit. Um, so, But I don't think it'll affect Bilva's positioning too much. Fair enough. Uh, we're going to wish Akib happy birthday for tomorrow as well. Happy birthday, Akib. Have a wonderful day from all at net that all. Happy uh, birthday, Akib. It's it's, it's yeah. almost tomorrow somewhere. It nearly is tomorrow there. Yeah, absolutely. Right. What else have we got? Any any others? Bilver is last season's Gundogan. Uh, show us your Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> it's in the room. <laughs> Wait, the little room. Um, many people are looking at getting Ronaldo whilst I pick up double Watford attack for one million less. <laughs> double Watford attack. I mean, I, I, I don't know one or two people doing this. I, I just think I, I can't see I can't see the 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 logic in it really. You know, they are all right, but they're not that good. It's it's about value, right? If if we're undecided between King and and Dennis, maybe both is not such a bad idea, given that both of them I would cost. You could bench them both. I suppose you yeah. could bench them both. Yeah, I mean, if you have both of them and somebody like Antonio or a Vardy yeah. or or something like that, then we've got a couple then... of decent fixtures. Yeah, it's not that bad thinking about it. I don't know. It's just something that I don't know. A bit too much yellow in my team. That would be. Yeah, I, I think I think it's worth considering as long as you as your third forward is, you know, obviously a, a nailed talismanic type player. Okay, uh, FPL Dallas, Bernardo Silva, Watkins, or Antonio? I want to pick one of them on my wild card. Dallas, oh. do you have, would Bernardo Silva be your only city mid? If you have another city mid, then I would go Antonio. If you don't have another city mid, then go Bernardo Silva. That, that's my view. What do you think, Mariner? Mm, yeah, I tend to agree with you. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Antonio's, uh, as much as Antonio, we've said he looks a bit, maybe a little bit off it, um, but he's got some easy fixture coming. And, you know, you you have to back him to, to get it. He could have easily returned this last week. Mm. Um, right, what, what else have we got? Tony and... Smith Rowe to Dennis and Bowen. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Anthony, not sure this has been discussed as I joined late, but is Ronaldo a must-have? Uh, we did discuss it, and our view is no. It's a, Our view is a, he's a must-not-have. No, I didn't I'm say must-not-have. No, no, you said must-not-have. I didn't say that. I, it's a joke. I didn't <laughs> say must-not. I'm actually still considering him, but... I'm only considering, but the trouble is, if I could have moved to him and got, if I could have got Bernardo and Ronaldo without a hit, I would probably have gone that route. Bronaldo, uh, Ronaldo and Bro- Bernardo, yeah, but I can't do Bro- it without a hit. Bronaldo. I so so Anthony, what 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 I what I mentioned earlier was that uh, Ronaldo will, will play probably uh, two out of every three games. So you're paying a premium price for a player you'll never captain that will only play two thirds of the of the matches. Yeah. So for me, for me, I'm I'm going to fade him and I'll be hiding behind the couch because I know he will destroy these. And, and these when he ret- and when he returns, I will fly across to Phoenix. Nice. Yes. 
Yeah, Hopefully so he you returns. Won't like when it, you won't like it when it arrives, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, hopefully he returns this weekend. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, okay, Dallas has Foden. So Antonio probably then. Oh, I mean, yeah. and Bowen. And Bowen, interestingly. So does he go double city or double West Ham? Double city. Mm. I vote double That's city him. over double West Ham. What do you think? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would. I wouldn't be able to because I've got four city then. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't go double double city. Abilash <laughs> <laughs> asked a question Can Wolves keep City to two goals or, or less? I think they can. I think they can as well. Yeah, I, I think they can. I think yeah. they can I, they can make it difficult for them, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Anything else? That's uh let's see be quick guys you've got one two it. minutes to get your questions and if not we're going <laughs> yeah um looking oh, back we, we we answered a lot of them in the flow here yeah i think we did i think well that was good the way we did it i think we dealing with those questions earlier gabe that's it then let's get out of here one hour 40 i think it's time to go unless any more questions appear between now and then which we can answer in one minute between us um, thank you very much for coming. Pleasure. Paul, as always, nice to see you. Managed to get your coffee heated up just in time. Just in time. That's the main thing. Um, guys, thank you very much for joining Haulers. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the uh, the matchup show this week. Uh, if you haven't smashed that like button, please do. If you are the one who keeps disliking us, keep doing it because we don't mind because it actually makes it all real because nobody can like us all. Right, you're ah. right. Maybe I'll go dislike it. <laughs> we dislike ourselves. <laughs> it's not me, man. It's not me. Don't look at me like that. I promise you. <laughs> All right. No. Um, so no. Let's just get the usual bits and bobs out of the way. I am FPL. Oh wait, wait. There's one last question. Oh, one last oh, question. We got to get this one in. Amund. What? Is Catch Twenty Two an overrated book? It's a good question. It's not. Oh, no idea. I only read books about shipping. <laughs> Come on, man. I don't bloody read books. I spend all day reading bloody reports. I can't stand reading. I hate it. Oh, uh, well, uh, catch 22. I've got, I've got bookshelf full of books and then just all sat there. I don't read any of them. It, I mean, I, I haven't read it in decades. Joseph Heller. Um, but from what I remember, it's a good book. I don't think it's overrated. I'd have to go back. No, but that's a good oh, wow. question. Thanks for that, Eamon. Yeah, I, well, I, and I might actually have a look at it. I'm, I do read a little bit, but tend to just read books that I'm very, very interested in anyway. There we go. Right, okay, I'm FPL Mariner. Gabe is at FPL Lens. You'll catch us at Twitter. Also, Nima at FPL Nima as well. He's wildcard, and keep an eye out for his wildcard. Um, we are net that haul. Pick us up on your pods, wherever you get them. Also, uh, hit us up on Instagram and of course, follow us on Twitter if you don't already. Follow them at Net That Hall as well, at Net That Hall. Um, so, yes, if you haven't hit that like button, please do. If you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do. Hit the bell as well. But apart from that, I am going to play our brand new little outro again because it's all got nice new graphics. Did you see it, Gabe? I have not seen it, I don't think. Oh, well, yeah, look at this then. Let's, let's have a look. See. All right. everyone. see you. All the best, guys. Bye-bye. Green arrows, please. No more shitty point and 
<laughs> and Harold Kane, if you, if I take you out, <laughs> you've lost your. There you go. I said, if, if I take him out and he performs, then that way I'm dead, right? It's, it, it, it'll kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Never call him sir again. Yeah, as always. Cheerio, mate.